Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Welcome to the Not Walking Dead, but Better Call Saul podcast brought to you by the Baltic Effect. My name is Sadie. That guy's name is Nick. Hello. That fella's name is Trent. Hello. We are discussing episode eight entitled Fifi because episode, the plane. Episode, episode what? Here, Fifi. Eight? Here, Fifi. Episode what? Nate? Okay. Sorry. <laughs> one time, one time you were like, "He's not here. We don't have to do that." So I didn't know. We were... as, a, as a as a as a gentleman as myself, such as myself, am I allowed to change my mind once in a while? You are. You are. Yes, okay. Fifi. So um, Fifi is um, French for eight. Cause... I'm gonna I'm gonna hold up and tell you what Fifi also means until and I'll wait until okay. we get to the red zone of the episode because it's. Mm-hmm. Been, Okay. Um, but uh, but but that's not that's that's not the time for that. What time is it, Sadie? It's time. Well, for wait. This. Before we start the quiz, uh-huh. uh, just want to announce what we're doing next week. Oh, okay. Before the quiz, yeah. Okay, go. Um, yeah, just uh, everybody out there, mark your calendars for Wednesday, April the thirteenth. Uh, we will be live streaming our podcast on TalkShoe, and I will have instructions up on uh, tuckershole.wordpress.com by this coming Sunday of how to do that if you can't figure it out uh, quickly on your own. And uh, around 9.15, we'll open the doors and we'll be there chatting. And at 9.30, this is Eastern Daylight Time, we will uh, begin the actual show. And you can listen in to us chat. Um, You can text chat amongst yourselves and we will see what you're saying and we can respond to questions or comments you have throughout our show so it's something new that we're trying for the first time at baltic effect and i hope you'll all end up showing up and taking part because it's going to be a fun experiment i think it's either going to be really fun or really stressful either way wordpress.com for instructions it's super quick and easy and we'll also have a link on our facebook page to tucker's toll and all of that so i'll put links all over hell yeah links all over (laughs) My husband just came down. Hi, husband. And for, the, and for the three of you that keep up with Nintendo, I'll put a link there. Excellent. All three of you. All three of you. So someone was going to ask me what time it was. I'm not I, sure. That was a, a baller segue. I just I just want to say that that was a baller segue. The, uh, the one that I just did where I was just like, hey, someone asked me what time it is. No, that I w- meant the one earlier where I was like, but it's not the time. I know. I know. That was really great. It was- but I, I stepped on Nick's toes, so I'm very sorry. But what, That's all right. Yeah, Sadie, what, what a good time. It's time for the Sadie Burke Podcast Pod Quiz. <laughs> we had two submitters this week, and they um, are limited to Shane and Bricktails. And that brings, I'm pretty sure, 
Nick, I'm not sure if I'm right on my numbers because I'm not sure whether I wrote your point down last week. So we'll see. So anyway, the numbers are um, Lana 14, Trent 1, Nick 14, Shane 36, Mark 15, Bricktails 29, Nate 4, Lily 7, Adam 1, John Wang 1, Adrian 5, and Price 3. Boom. So Shane and Bricktails got two points each for sending in some questions. And they're very tiny. Let's see. So... Question from. It's, it's not about the size of the question. No, no, no. We I just to... I print them, and so yeah, so I can see them. No, it's not about type, the size. Uh, we have to type tiny answers. You do have to type tiny answers. Yes. <laughs> Let's see. Think um, it's not about the size of the answers. Okay. <laughs> why doesn't this is from Bricktails? Why doesn't Mike have to wear safety goggles? Uh. <laughs> I think. <laughs> oh, I need a scorecard. Need to do Im- that. Im- implied question mark. Mm-hmm. Let's see if Nick words it a little better. Yeah, yeah. Grown ups get to be stupid because he's a grown up, and grown ups get to be stupid. Trent said because adults do dumb things. Okay. That's not quite correct. Sorry, making a little scoreboard thing because I do everything by hand with pens. All right. You guys are tied. Uh, Nick one, Trent zero. <laughs> oh, don't! Oh, oh, god! <laughs> what four office supplies does Jimmy need at uh, Valiant Printing? Okay, so it's, and I'll uh, give you a point each. It's, uh, it's, uh, it's, uh, it's, uh, let's see. Okay. (laughs) Yes, 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 yes. Uh, one, two, three, okay. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Oh, 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 there's actually five. Okay. Well, if you if you say five, if four of them are what uh, Bricktail said, then you're good. Okay, exacto knife. Just start naming office supplies. Ruler, wooden, <laughs> hammer mill paper, um, glue stick. Hammer mill premium twenty twenty pound, pound paper, paper. one ream. Glue stick, your finest printer. Very good. You both got four points on that one. Boom, 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 boom. The printer isn't the thing he's buying. This is an office supply. He needs. He, it. he said. Point me towards your finest printer. But he didn't. Buy, did he buy the Exacto knife? Yeah, he bought all that stuff. Oh, I thought he was just like I need. Well, whatever. We'll see. Okay, those two were from Bricktails. Let's uh, do a couple from Shinogol. Um, let's see. What animal is on Kaylee's shirt? Fuck! I wasn't looking at the little girl's shirt. It was. It was really cute. So it's an animal. It was not a heffalump, Nick, and uh, it was not a dog. No, no, no. See, you, you can't. You, you, see, it's a dog. No, close though. It was a fox. Zero, oh. zero. Um, these <laughs> quest. 
another question from Shane. The slogan for Regala, yes, Regala Helado is De Nuestra Familia a la Suya. What does this mean in U.S. American? I knew you were going to ask it, and I thought about looking it up, and I said, no, fuck that. I didn't ask it. I didn't ask it. Shane did. You just asked me. Uh, but only because Shane did. Do you see Shane here? No. <laughs> I'm going to see Shane in January, though. Read the read the, read the the phrase again. Okay. De nuestra familia a la suya. Where are you going to see Shane in January? He's coming here. Oh, cool. Yeah. Nate, too. That's awesome. Yeah, it's going to be fun. They're coming for my... Uh... <laughs> Trent said, the New Eggs family will sue you. Pretty sure. It's really close. <laughs> Nick, Nick, what what is it actually? Uh, from our family to yours. I'm so done taking notes. I'm so fucking done taking notes. This is the <laughs> last time. This is it. All right. Done. It's fucking pointless. And a few from me. Um, what At what mile did the guy pull over at the beginning to go get the gun and leave his popsicle oh. stick? Fuck, I didn't, look, I didn't even notice the sign. It had like a little, one of those little mile things. Yeah, a little mile marker. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's go with... Uh... Can I give Trent a hint? I've already answered. Oh, I was going <laughs> to say, he's, he's close to the border. Remember that. Well, well, yeah, and he's also, he's um, finishing the popsicle that he started when he got there. I still think that's yeah. too long, though. Ten miles. So, ten miles to eat a popsicle? Really? Mm. Anyway, well, it's ten. Hang on. Well, hang on. If you're going like, that highway's got to be, what, 55, 60? Yeah, I guess maybe you could. Yeah, I just, um, I just know that. Well, it all depends on the temperature of the. <laughs> oh <laughs> no no no! The problem with that whole thing is just do you do you want to get ants? That's how we get ants. Yep, and <laughs> this is how you get ants. Okay, uh, at the big plane, at the big bomber, uh, how far away do you have to be to smoke? I didn't even see a sign for that. Fuck, it was giant on the plane. <laughs> it's, like a, it's like a goddamn Where's Waldo, I swear. Uh, well, I clearly didn't even see a sign. Usually I'm like, oh, I remember there was a thing. Uh-huh. Didn't see it. Wasn't looking at it. Um, I'm going to go with... Oh, Trent said 10 feet and Nick said 100 feet U.S. American, which is correct. Boom. Okay, last question. At the restaurant where Kim is at with the uh, Mesa Verde people, there is a big letter on the wall for no apparent reason. What is the letter? I remember wow. that there was, but I didn't think that that would be. I really didn't think that'd be a question. <laughs> Nick like God typed damn. it before I was even done. I'm so fu- I'm pissed. I'm literally pissed. Like I'm. This is one of the few times I'm pissed off. It was not H. It was E. God fucking course it was. Nick Fuck. takes it again. I'm done taking mm. notes. I was fucking pointless. It so, so I pointless. am gonna write your point down now, and we'll see if I remember it next week. One of these days, Trent, I'm gonna like have like a. Uh, a stroke? illness that prevents me from from rewatching the episode and taking notes. I just don't understand how I can do so bad on this one and so good on the Walking Dead one. I don't know. Well, I will say one of these things I feel like was splitting hairs. The other one, I don't know Spanish. Yeah. I know, yes, I know. Yeah, Shane, yeah. don't make Trent look shit up. Jesus. Jesus. Well, I mean, I took I took ridiculous notes this week. Like, I am going to get. You want to know the license plate numbers of of 
I can card that appeared in this episode. Why four B K two F? Let's not. Let's. Can I just go ahead and? I mean, Sadie, I know you can overrule this, but if you write in, unless it's a personalized plate, if you if your question mm-hmm. is what was a license plate, that is a dick question. It is a hard question. That is a but, dick question. I'm, so tried, I'm supposed to enjoy the episode, think about things I want to talk about, and also Rain Man this this license plate. Come but, on. But we've had questions about how many lights were on top of a Humvee. So which I mean, it's fine, and like things like that are like how many shots were fired. Again, that is kind of a Rain Man thing, but that's kind of more of a like we were kind of guessing with those, and that's fine. No one's expected to memorize it, but I don't want to memorize a fucking license plate. Yeah. Ask it all you want. I'm not going to write it down. If it's a vanity plate, I'll probably remember it. And that seems and then, like a good question. Meanwhile, here's Nick pausing and advancing, trying to get the exact blur out of my picture to get the last digit. That's not fun. <laughs> Come on. I'm, it I'm, isn't fun. I'm <laughs> Nate on the purism of the thing. And because he he was he was very against notes, and he was the 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 he birthed out of his mangina this this creation. Sorry, next month. For well, if you want, we can we can have a gentleman's agreement for I don't know next week or the week no, after. No, 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 I don't. Want no, you to I change. will say like we could do an episode. How you do it? I don't want you to change how you do it. You do what you enjoy. If you, if you're having fun doing it. Then do it by all means. Don't let me fucking piss on your parade. I'm just being. No, but I was going to say we could, do, we could do one where we we gentlemen's agreement say neither of us takes notes for the quiz. Like I'll still take notes no. for things for things I want to talk about once we get to talking about the show. But no, I won't take because I might I might just be sour assing right now and next week <laughs> I might take notes again and then get just as mad at myself. So it's my own undoing. I'm not. I don't want to put this off on anybody. Um, but it's my own undoing. Except for Shane. Fuck you for the Spanish question. Um, um okay sadie what time is it now oh i'm sorry i was muted um there was something that you wanted to talk about before uh before we start yeah just um prediction roundup time um we got a an email uh from lily this week just before the episode aired on monday and before I open it, uh, I know she makes predictions there, but she told me that the predictions are based on the sneak peek and okay. and and the episode title. And so I personally have an opinion on this, but I am not going to – I want to open up to our panel of judges. So I'm asking you guys, should we allow predictions based on sneak peeks? Like what you saw in the sneak peek, what it turns out to be? Yeah, I like, don't see why like, not. I mean, unless it's like blatantly obvious what it is. Yeah. If they're like, if it shows Jimmy wearing a yellow shirt, and you're like, based on I'm predicting Jimmy will wear a yellow shirt. <laughs> I think we need to kind of. I think you need. Well, to- that 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 kind of prediction violates like a, a, one of our original rules was like you can't make ridiculous obvious ones. Right? Then, I, then I don't think if you don't think that this is obvious, then. I, I don't think so. <laughs> I think that um, you, I've already opened the email. I think this is all moo. Okay, oh, it's a cow's point. It's, but we it's, need it's to, a, a cow's opinion, yep. Point, yeah, but we need to establish the rule for the future. So, um, we Yeah, will, I, w- I, w- I would say no. I would say no. I, I agree with you, Sadie. I, I don't <laughs> want to see sneak peeks. I don't want to know anything from the sneak peeks. Mm-hmm. And so – and I think it's a bit of a cheat to predict something based on what you've seen in a, a sneak peek. I think – I mean I, I don't watch them either for myself, but if someone tells me about it, I mean that's public knowledge. It was on TV. I don't get them uh, see, myself. I got into a big argument with the people on the Baddocks group two weeks ago about this. So I, I know that my opinion is, is 
it's popular with a few, but not with others. So mm-hmm. that's why I put it to you to both to, to help me make a judgment call here because I don't want to dictate. Because me personally, I, I like to make my predictions based on what I've seen in episodes, mm-hmm. not on a not on a little clip I've seen from next week. Yeah. Well, well, Nick, here's the here's the problem though. You do get to dictate that. This is your you came up with this. Um, and if I I mean I I'm, I think I'm disagreeing with you guys. It's been kind of fake. I think I'm just I think you guys are saying no. We can't do it based on that. I I kind of don't care, but <laughs> I don't get to make that choice. All right. The second one then was also: Can you? Is it is it um, legal to make a prediction based on the episode title of an upcoming episode? Sure. Oh yeah, that's fucking great. Like we do that all the time. That's fun. I think that's. I don't know. What do you think, Sadie? First. Um, I think it's fine. Okay, I agree with that. I think the episode title doesn't give much away they're usually quite cryptic and i think it's fun to guess about that hey yeah. one of our best moments in podcasting history was fucking guessing on a title <laughs> i was trying to figure <laughs> out what the fuck it means man like it's that's totes fine yep okay so i will now so i'll read this email because it uh it applies to predictions she made about this episode so she very kindly said okay trent and nick i don't know why she left out cd she doesn't love me no uh, one does uh, it's all right uh, <laughs> uh it says thank all you, thank you lily thank you thank you <laughs> but she know she saw the big debate spoiler a couple weeks ago so she wrote in all caps nick spoiler warning the second prediction is based on a sneak peek of tonight's episode. Uh, so this that prediction won't count against. Uh, so because we made the judgment call that this prediction will read it out, but it, it's not going to go in the book and it won't count against her. Okay. Uh, because because it did come wrong. Um, so the first prediction she makes she says here are two official predictions for tonight's episode. I hope I'm not too late. No, you weren't too late. Okay. Her first prediction was Fifi will refer to either a man's sex toy. Oh. Used that's where I was going. I was going to say that. God damn it. <laughs> used for ma- masturbation or the prison term used for a, a device to assist in masturbation in prison. It's a oh. towel with, with a glove, like a towel wrapped around a glove, and then you pull the it's, – it's disgusting. Yeah, it's a, it's a homemade a pocket pocket or pocket pussy. Sorry, Nick. That's, hmm. that's I know. what it is. That's what it is. I, I, it's, that's all Guys the are awesome. I now know all I ever need to know about that topic. Four out of stuff that she had laying around. It's never happened. <laughs> never has. Uh, but yeah, guys are pretty gross. I'll uh, I get all tight and mighty. I perfectly agree. I don't know what's wrong with me. Yeah, at least uh, like when women masturbate, you know, we don't make a mess. So it's just that's all I'm saying. I I will. I will Sorry, next uh, mom. Just, I will just bring to your attention a term you used to use quite often on past podcasts, Sadie, and oh. that was sploosh. Oh, it's true. That's true. <laughs> okay. It's true. So this, it's not talking about, I don't want this to be the show. That's, yeah, no. that's it. Let's move on. Okay, so um, <laughs> that prediction will go in the book. Unfortunately, she will get a minus one because it wasn't true. Um, the second predict- the same thing, too, so don't feel too bad. <laughs> yeah, the second prediction will not count because it is based on a sneak peek, but it was Mike uses the garden hose to pump a gas, not a liquid. See, if you hadn't watched the sneak peek, you wouldn't have even known there was a garbage gar- a garden hose in yep. this episode. See, that's the thing, though. In a way, you protected her from, like, losing a point. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I, I don't feel like that's – because if – as soon as I saw him in this episode with that hose and saw them drilling it, my initial thought was – He's going to run some fucking gas up in some shit. 
Mm. Oh, I know it's really. But, weird. but that was. But you saw it during the show. But it's so like if he had it. Lily, see, were you gonna... me? Did I? Do I? Did I get drunk and become Lily? What happened? Because <laughs> those are things I exactly thought based off of. A, I didn't watch the sneak peek. That's weird. It's, it's fucking weird. I think we might be the only two people that thought those two things. <laughs> and I couldn't but figure I out what the hell he was doing. And I had to ask Shane today, like, what the hell was he I doing? I'm going to make a prediction right now. Official prediction. Okay. For next. I predict that Mike. What Mike did was make a spike strip. Yeah, it's a spike. It's not much of a prediction. I mean, it's, it's well, he, but I couldn't figure it out. Shane had to tell me. It has more. My prediction has more to it. He's going to use it to to blow the tires on the Regalo Halado delivery truck, and drugs are going to come out of the the tires. Ooh. Oh, you think drugs are in the tires? Yeah, because uh, they inspected the whole truck and they didn't find anything. But when they drove it into the garage where Hector's car was, you could hear an air wrench going. So they obviously hit it somewhere where they had to use an air wrench to get at it. Okay. Whatever I... they're smuggling. And I can only think, like, air wrench is most often used on tires. The only thing I can't figure out when I make this prediction is, like, they did have dogs sniff the... That's why truck. I'm going to make a prediction as soon as, you give, as soon as I can. Okay, so, yeah, so that's my prediction. I'm going to put it in the book. Uh, what's yours? That the drugs are not in the tires. You use pneumatic <laughs> wrenches for everything, like a lot of things. If you have an air, if you have a, a, a air compressor, a good one, you use that motherfucker for everything. And I, the, yeah, drug dogs were all walking around. If the drug, if they have some method of putting drugs in tires, and they can keep drug dogs from smelling it, they could put that shit fucking anywhere. And getting it out of a tire would be such a tire, be such yeah. a pain in the ass. Okay, um, I'm I'm just envisioning a scene of a big cloud of cocaine or something coming out when the tires burst. But it should be amazing. It'd be pretty dope, and it would be okay. Dope. So your 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 prediction reads: there is no nothing hidden in the in the tires of Other the Ricardo Halado or nitrogen. Okay. <laughs> yeah, okay. I think it's for. I, I'm not going to make this an official prediction, but I think the I think the spike strips for uh, uh, Tio's fucking car. No, not to use car because it's very pretty. It is a pretty car. Mm-hmm. It's I think a very it's pretty fun. car. Okay, but the but the but the there's nothing in the tires of the Regato Halado truck. Is your prediction? That's an official one. There we go. That's it. It is in the book now. It is decided. And hey, <laughs> I've been um, randomly rewatching um, episodes of uh, season two of American Horror Story. I wanted to find the Baby Needs Colostrum episode, <laughs> oh, and I found it. And I forgot that Mark Mangalis was on that as the Nazi hunter. Uh, yeah. Hmm. Yeah, oh, weird. Right. Like, you can play Mexican, you can play Jewish. Wow. He, he is everywhere. <laughs> he, he's, yeah, mm-hmm. he is. Yep. He's selling. He's om- omnipresent, omniscient. Which is o- it? Omnipresent. Yep. He's buying TVs from, from tweakers. And... Yep. So, right. anyway, awesome. Think. Awesome one shot at the beginning. I didn't even notice that it was a one shot at the beginning, but it was six minutes I long. Did. I did. Too. <laughs> yeah. I and, think this episode was a bounty of riches. I love this episode. <laughs> this is one of my favorites for sure. Yeah, it was it really was, good. And that, I mean, I I thought that scene was stunning. And like just thinking about the choreography involved, like yeah. all the people, the trucks, the cars, the dogs, the wide shots, the close-ups, the dialogue, mm-hmm. the computer popping up with the guy's ID. I mean, just the amount of coordination it must have taken mm-hmm. to film that. And the thing is that I think that when they do stuff like this, they know that their audience is going to appreciate it. Oh, yeah. Uh, because I was live chatting with people w- when it was airing. And that's all we – like right away we were like, oh, my god. This is all one shot. This is awesome. Well, it was, 
it's here's the thing is I, I've seen I've watched just that scene about five times. Yeah. Um, I think there's an edit in there, like a sneaky it's, one. It's but it's after all the really difficult stuff happened. Mm-hmm. I think they cut it when somebody walks really cr- close to the camera. Yeah. Uh, but it's after they're already got the truck in the bay. They're already it's right before they start inspecting the truck because mm-hmm. dude is like fumbling around with the back of the truck for a little bit longer. And then there's two people that walk by, one particularly close, one closest to the camera. I think they use that as an edit, but it might not be. Either way, all the stuff before that, I've, I've tried to decide did they do like dude on a boom that was wearing a steady cam and it just comes because it's a boom shot in the beginning. It's a crane. They did, uh, they talked about it on the Insider was it a podcast. Drone? They had a, no, guy it was a, with crane. a steady cam that was walking. Yep. Mm-hmm. Then he got onto a crane, mm-hmm. and because of the way that the crane is counterbalanced, they had to have someone sitting there so that the train wouldn't go, like, flying up. Right. So, like, one guy got off when he got on. Then they drove him on the crane. Then he had to get off, and they had to get, have a guy there to get on it and, uh, like, substitute his weight for his so that the crane again didn't go flying. <laughs> and they keep pace with the car, which the car yeah. was keeping pace with the truck. Okay, so yeah. I thought it was a drone at first because people are using them far more. And yeah, yeah. I have cameras I can pick up. Because there's a couple of times that the camera kind of swayed a little to the left, and when they were going into the the like the the the, the, do, the garages, mm-hmm. and I was like, I wonder if it's a fucking drone. But I was like, God, somebody's really got that their shit down pat. If you're droning that tedious of a shot, like that that technical yeah. shot, because yeah. initially it's like, well, hang on, they went from <laughs> from fucking crane to moving. What did they do? I was like, was mm-hmm. it a dude just? Well, it's just like. There's, like, so many things that could have gone wrong. Like, even, like, the box with the popsicle. Like, what if he had trouble ripping it open? It was like, okay, everybody, back to the start. We got to try again. Like, <laughs> they all the trucks on the road. Yeah, a lot yep. of those were computer... computer uh, oh, good for that. That's cool. ...generated. Yep. Um, oh. yeah. So, compared to True Detective Season 1, Episode 4... Remind me. The, the awesome one-shot through that, like, whole, whole um, like... Uh, apartment complex place. The shootout, like in the- yeah, the big shootout. I mean, dude. Well, yeah, it's, that's something I always look for. Like that was pretty amazeballs. First time I ever discovered people were trying to do shit like that was Children of Men, and somebody told me about it. And I went back and watched it. I was like, what the fuck? Mm-hmm. That long scene with like bombs going off and fucking bullet hits and mm-hmm. tanks rolling by. It's fucking insane. The fact that anyone can do this. And uh, have you guys watched Birdman? No, I haven't. Yes, yet. Birdman yeah. is not actually one whole shot but it looks like it yeah fucking does and i have i have watched it really it does oh it's supposed to be yeah Hmm. it looks like it does i've looked at it and there's there's i can't find where most of the cuts are and there's like a lot of things online to explain how they got away with that but yeah it looks like one whole entire shot so it's like so it's like real time the the movies basically Um, have you seen time code go ahead Have, have you seen time code no. no, it's a Steven Soderbergh movie, and it actually has four screens going all at once, all in real time. Hmm. It's nutballs. There's another movie that I saw. I've never heard of it. I saw it on DVD at the library, and I took it out. It's it's about ninety minutes long, maybe. Mm-hmm. It's made in Central America or South America, but it's one continuous shot the whole hmm. movie, and it's not nothing is cut. It, uh, nothing is um, cut together sneakily. It's all legitimately one shot. 
It's called the movie's called PVC. It's like polyvinyl chloride. It's about it's about this woman that gets kidnapped. They put a bomb that's in a PVC pipe around mm-hmm. her neck. And oh they, shit! And they cement it around her neck. Ah. Uh, and then the whole thing is them like running through the countryside and all this stuff. It sounds like, like a laugh riot. I know. You know I was just yeah, gonna say that sounds super cheerful. Um, yeah, it's, 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 a, it's a complete comedy. Yep. If you guys, uh, if you guys love uh, love videos and, and shows and movies with uh, long takes like that, check out this week on Trentendo when I upload Guacamelee episode one with Starship Waters on the episode, all one take because I we I couldn't figure out where to cut it. Very nice. <laughs> and I was like, let's put the whole thing up. Yeah. Also, if Some, you if sometimes you, these things take a lot of planning, and sometimes they happen by accident. <laughs> and also, if you like things with very long shots, um, you should also just check out T- Touch of Evil because it's like the first one to do it, and it was amazing. And then also check out me and Trent uh, did a podcast on uh, the player, and I don't remember what the other one was, but on our unlikely double feature, and the player has an eight minute opening shot, which is amazing. There was an episode of Mad About You, which was all one shot. <laughs> <laughs> I whole, know. Oh, there the was the live th- episode of uh, Thirty Rock, also. But guys, what? you're missing the point. Trentendo does. Trentendo is awesome. Okay. These things, these things have had their chance. They've had their day in the sun. True. Also, the music was amazing in that scene. It's also oh, yeah. yeah so it written, I was like written thrills. written by the guy. No, it was written by the guy um, who does the music. Peter, Damn it, Peter Cool. No, that's the director. No. Who's well, the? I, I knew it wasn't uh, Dave Porter. Dave Porter. Like a, a very thrilling feel. It was great. Yeah, it, it's really good. So you guys, so yeah, are there are there drugs in that truck? What is going on? I what, thought about this too. And what is going drugs? on? Because well, because the guy picks up the gun. Mm-hmm. And I, my thought was that this is all a big misdirection. But this is before they got to the garage, obviously. And he's obviously done this a bunch of times because there's lots of popsicle sticks there. My 20, thought was twenty one of them to be exact. <laughs> God, are you fucking kid? Oh, Jesus! Um, my th- I'm laughing at myself here. Okay. My thought was the uh, the cargo was him. Oh, was to do some business with that gun. But, oh. but then they got to the garage, and now I don't think that at all. Hmm. I also disapprove of the popsicle sticks. That was the one thing I didn't like. It's like you got a rock, like a gun hidden under a, in a box under sand under a rock. Don't put a bunch of popsicle sticks right next to it. Don't put your DNA all the fuck over. <laughs> yeah, that's a good point too. But what? I mean, no one's gonna be there. Who's gonna like just go there? I don't this... know. A kid on a motorcycle hunting for tarantulas. <gasps> it's true. And there was the tarantula this episode. Yep, exactly. Mm-hmm. Well, wasn't it? I thought it was just a bug. No, there was tarantula in the credits. With the ties. Oh. oh, yeah, yeah. But that's a coincidence because they used the same opening credits for the same episode number as last year. Oh, really? Yeah. Wow, nice. I didn't fucking notice that at all. Damn. Goddamn. So, yeah, so someone um, that I was listening to said that this seemed... I haven't you tested for drugs, Nick. <laughs> that this seemed kind of like a um, like a two-parter because there was... What lot, drug? Lot... Adderall? Whatever. <laughs> I, I meant to say uh, performance enhancements. <laughs> yeah. I meant to say that kind of drug. <laughs> Well, isn't Adderall what they give kids with ADD so that they are kids? <laughs> yeah. yeah. And college kids take it for funsies. Yeah. Sorry, Sadie, you were saying something? Um, I was. Oh, this seemed like kind of a two-parter, like the first of a two-parter, because there was lots of questions and very few answers in it. Like, yeah, what is going on with this truck? And why is Mike making a spike strip? And, yeah. What the fuck is that noise? And what the f- yeah. what, 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 do you, what noise? You know the from uh, Evil Dead the musical. 
<laughs> what the fuck was that? Yeah, My girlfriend it. has turned into a zombie. Um, so then they go to the doghouse. Yay! Jesse bought that gun. It is. Yep. Yep. And they've been there a few times. I think Jesse's also done some drug connection things there too. It's been there a few times, and I hear that they have very, very, very good hot dogs. And that if you go to Albuquerque, you should get a chili dog there. I, I, should, I hope I fucking hope they have good hot dogs. I know. I would hope so. <laughs> if they don't, if you're like, it's the best place for a burger in town, I'd be upset. So, um, I guess like overall thoughts about uh, Jimmy and Jimmy and or Jim and Kimmy. I'm gonna go with that. Jim and Kimmy forming a Jimberly. Oh, about them mm-hmm. and their whole thing. Thoughts? I there was. I just love them. Well, I don't want to jump ahead of us too far, but when they were in the dentist office, that yeah. was like. I was like drawing little hearts on my notebook. <laughs> Super sweet, and like the like he, I was worried that he was gonna like, I don't know. I think with those, with those two, I'm always thinking, oh, this is about to happen. Oh, this is about to happen, and they don't. They always surprise me, which makes me, it makes me enjoy it that much more. And just how like he just stood back and he was just enjoying it. He got, he said, you know, high five. You know, like they'd already hugged and everything. Oh, uh, she them. was so excited. Like when she was like two thumbs up. And he's like the double barrel, and she's like, "Yeah, boom, boom." And I said, like that, so cute and weird. Yeah. I liked the high five on the twirly chair that he yeah, high fived yeah, her, and that yeah. made her twirl around. That was awesome. They just well, looked you so happy when she got the thing and got so excited that she did this little like dance in the parking lot. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> she's so adorable when she's excited. She is just the dorkiest dork there's ever been. It's awesome. It's so much fun. You feel it. Mm-hmm. You know? You, you really get a sense of joy yourself. Yep. I love that dork, dorkiest dork, whoever dork. But I, I, <laughs> and I, I know it's skipping ahead and we, you know, we can bounce back. Yeah, we'll bounce back. Twitter, but, you know, add that to the moment when they're sitting down outside and yeah, Jimmy was, was unexcited. But you know what? I think I think Jimmy's taking it more to heart this you do it your way and I do it my way and separate because you know he's going off making his commercial this that and the other mm-hmm. he shows up to sign the thing he's not up under her ass all the time he's not yeah. like get Mesa Verde get Mesa Verde he's not, he, he said it and made the suggestion they're just talking over chili dogs but he didn't bug her yeah. he's in support of her and then when she says she didn't get it he's, he said hey that's why we're doing this if, if you know if I this if, if you this you know we take care of each other I think and, he has more experience landing on his feet too. Yeah, I think he's less worried. I think he's far less worried. I think he might be worried for her. And it's, there's obviously a little bit of worry for him because he was thinking, sweet, if I fuck up, we got this. And he's probably still rolling pretty heavy on that, uh, whatchamacallit, the uh, bonus because he didn't have to pay for her schooling. Yeah, that was that was pretty amazing. That's true, yeah. And that is why at this moment I am – one could say that the the – the, the the anchors of time, the, the weights <laughs> of the universe, the pendulum of fuck, the fuck you pendulum. Oh well, yeah, who's who's wearing the fuck you pantaloons this week? Oh, the fuck you pantaloons. <laughs> uh, the sequel to the fuck you pendulum that was so much better. Um, but it's it, it could swing towards uh, uh, Howard, but I'm gonna say it's far away from Howard. Wholeheartedly one. 100% on Chuck. We're back to fuck Chuck. Um, but with, 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 with mm, Howard... Interesting. With Howard, while there was some dicky moments, they gave her... her they, they did not make her pay. And that was super nice. And he maybe and, should have run yeah. that by some other people also. He but, said, he's, he's, but he's the boss. He's the boss. I guess. He's the boss. His dad's not around and Chuck is all fucked up. He's, he's the boss. And I think it's a thing of... 
I think they had already. He might have already talked to other people because he kind of already knew about Reinhardt Schweig, Samsonite, Schweikert, and Weintraub, and Amlinzibita. Yeah. Anyway, so he already knew about that or had you know ideas that he's talked to people. So he the he might have already spoke with the partners. Or his dad. Is his dad even alive? I don't know. I don't know. No one knows where his dad is. I did call it it was dad, though. I yeah. think that it was a, he was already prepared to give her that, mm-hmm. knowing that they would probably try and pay that, and him be like, no, no, like to be the bigger person. Yeah, yeah. Because also, when you think about it, too, she brought him Mesa Verde. That's, that's enough money that would more than cover that. Totes. So so it's it's a, it's a kind of a power move to, to act like that. Mm-hmm. Although he he knew she was going to try and steal them right away because as soon as she left the office, he was on the <laughs> yep. phone to them. To, yep. That's true. That's very true. But uh, also I noticed like his demeanor, well, his demeanor changed twice in that meeting. First time was when he found out she wasn't going to Schweikert and Kofi. Mm-hmm. He, he got, he brightened up and, but then when he started reminiscing about how he didn't go into private practice and he did what his dad told him, he, he looked a little bit regretful. Like yeah. he smiled. I actually smiled. wrote down Howard. I wrote down that Howard looks different somehow. Like, do he? Just... Well, he also did. You, I was going to ask you this, Sadie, and I'm glad you brought it up. Um, did you notice uh, the colors this episode that for the first time Howard was not wearing I, a blue tie? I actually wrote down that question. I didn't ask you guys that he was wearing yeah. purple. Yep. Yeah, and um, Chuck was wearing blue. I have a question. Um, yeah. He said something about throwing another H in the logo. So before, were they H and M? Like or the, M and oh, They were just H. Like, or the uh, British. Just... And But my other one was, or was it just, hmm? <laughs> um, that's a that's fucking good point. I didn't really think about that. <laughs> um, <laughs> I, I, let me ask you this. Do you guys, this, is, this doesn't matter. It's not important. But do you think he... Uh, you think he meant what he said when he shook her hand? Do you think he meant that he he he? I mean, I I, I do. I, the whole time I said no, he wants up in them paints, or at least doesn't <laughs> want Jimmy up in the paints, uh, or doesn't want Jimmy fucking up this shit, and that's why he treated her like hell. Or do you really think that? I mean, do you, I, I think I, he I, was totally fucking sincere. Okay, he just I, gave I, her fifteen thousand dollars. I think he was sincere too, but it was a weird handshake because his hand was too high. He poses. He poses. He doesn't stand. That's true. It's true. I hope that actor's doing that as a choice. Well, yeah, because yeah. like remember, um, remember uh, Dandy in um, Freak Show that he had the weirdest goddamn walk, and when he showed oh, yeah. up at the next okay. season, I was like, uh, it was totally a choice because that's not how he walks. Short sidebar: <laughs> He's in the fucking Big Short, and so I know. One else. I just recently watched it. Yeah, I, I know. I, I I think I know less about the the big uh, the financial bubble or whatever it was. After uh, watching that, yeah, me too. Yeah, I know less. Yeah. I thought it would help teach me more. No, but I know. Um, from uh, Story. Yeah, um, what's his what's his oh, real I name? Didn't. What's his real name? I didn't watch. I don't know. He's a, ph- a phenomenal actor. He, he is in the season. He was uh, two two characters in oh, the last season. Yeah. Um, he was, I love him. He's yeah, fantastic. He showed up and I was like, what the fuck are you doing here? Um, and then, uh, yeah, there was one other person from American Horror Story in there, too. Who else oh, was in there? Right. I, was it? Um, yeah, no, like there were so many people that just popped up in that movie. I know. I was like, so, what the fuck are you doing here? Question. Um, you live in Toronto, right, Nick? I do. No, I oh. live in Ottawa. Ottawa. Okay, darn. Because the I've director. Been to Toronto. My, si- my sister lives in Toronto. I've been there many oh, times. Okay, well, we'll go with her then. Nick's sister lives in Toronto. And so <laughs> the um, director of this episode, who I'd never hey, heard her hey, name, Larissa La- hey. Kondraki. So I just looked her up, like, who the fuck is this chick? Um, but anyway, she was born in Toronto and she studied English and theater at McGill University. 
Yeah, um, <laughs> yeah. You know what? I read that today, and I was like, "Well, you know, Michelle McLaren directed episodes of Breaking Bad and, uh-huh. and uh, Game of Thrones and stuff." Well, she's Canadian. She went to Queens, uh, where I went, and oh. my sister went and got a film degree from there. Oh, cool! Uh, but the director of this episode, what was her name? Michelle, uh, Larissa uh, Kondraki. Uh, yeah, she is Canadian, but she went to McGill, which is one of the other sort of. You know how you have in the U.S. you have like the Ivy League schools uh-huh. or whatever. Mm-hmm. Canada has like four sort of equivalent universities, and so McGill is like a big rival of my university. Oh, but so I, I was going to say, oh no, wonder that was such a great one shot at the beginning of the episode because the director was Canadian, and then I was like, oh, she went to McGill. Well, it would have been like, even fuck better her. if she went to Queens. <laughs> <laughs> Funny. <laughs> Do you guys mind if we take a short break? No, uh, no, we can. It's fine. Yay! It's thanks. I'll see you in a few. And we're back. Hi, everyone. Um, yeah. So then uh, Kim calls Paige, and and then it goes really well, and then fuck Chuck. Yeah, let's. I mean, it's 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 fucked up, um, but at the same time, too, it is a firm trying to keep their business. That's their job, but at the same time, they don't need it. And it's however, it's a, it was masterful. What Chuck did was masterful. Yeah, two things to say about those two things. Um, <laughs> first, first, like Kim and Chuck were both a little bit like Jimmy slash Saul. Like, Kim's spiel to Kevin and Paige was mm-hmm. very much like Jimmy in the first season when he was trying to, when he was trying to sell the Kettlemans to, to hire him. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, she even used, like, some of the same arguments, like, you will be my only client, I, you will get all my attention, all mm-hmm. that sort of stuff. And Chuck's, Chuck has the, that, a bit of that gift that Jimmy has that he can weave a story or mm-hmm. I don't it's, know if it's the right word it's like it's the like hustle put, it's that hustle yeah put together a narrative that's going to convince people and he, and he did like I don't I don't know if you call it reverse psychology or, it was kind of reverse psychology kind of yeah but mm-hmm. it was so obvious it wasn't exactly subtle <laughs> well at yeah, first like, I actually I thought he was going to give it to her mm-hmm. like for a very brief moment Mm, and yeah. then when he started listing the things, I was like, "Oh, I see what he's doing." Now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and they're so but, boring, so boring. And oh, yeah, yeah. her look! Oh my god! Yeah, oh, it like, sucked. Oh. But um, uh, the oh. whole thing with Chuck was, um, uh, first of all, he heard like he. I think he did that because of. Because not because Kim left the firm, so they lost Kim. Not because they lost. Um, what is it? Uh, the Mesa Verde. Uh, Mesa Verde. Not because Mesa of that. It's, it's because Kim went with Jimmy. That's oh, yeah. What, that's why he did it. Yeah, and I wrote down, Chuck can only do this because it involves fucking over Jimmy. That's the yeah. only way he can get out of the house without his stupid space suit do, and shit. Do you think that if she yeah. took, if, if, do you think if, say, Jimmy stayed at What's Her Fucks and she decided to do this on her own, do you think they would have let her take it? Hmm... 
And see, hmm. see, here's the thing. Hatburn, I don't know if Chuck would have gone into the office without his spacesuit on. I yeah. Think, I think they would have still tried to keep them, but Chuck wouldn't have gone full bore like he did. Well, and yeah, I, and Howard said that he needed he needed Chuck because Chuck knows you know those words. I, but, I read but, FEC and ISO reports for entertainment. He does. To, <laughs> to, to Howard's defense, that's weird to say. Um, to his defense. <laughs> You know that's a part of your job. You got to keep those clients in. And he was going to go in, and his he was like, "I just need to get some pointers. I got an mm-hmm. hour to cram, and I'm going to do the best I can." Mm-hmm. And he, you know, that. I wonder if we didn't get an email from Shane because he was mad that Howard used the term bullet points. <laughs> <laughs> um, sorry. Go ahead and finish your thought there, Trent. No, I think I was going to Peter now, but no, I, I wondered that. I thought that because yeah, it is very much a him against Jimmy kind of thing. and it, But it's, you know, I do say that he's wearing the fuck you pantaloons, as, as Nick said, or the, the pendulum is, is swung that way towards Chuck, but at the same time, too, it's it's a, it's a company trying to keep their business. You know, mm-hmm. you, can't, you can't fault them too much, but I do feel like, the, the to me, the ultimate fuck you is kind of what you were saying about him wearing the non-space suit to then go in and take it out. Like, like you have, you have m- made people wait on you hand and foot i get i get it i get it you know like like it's it, it's a mental illness and you know he's not doing it specifically like he's not like he didn't say oh you know what if i do this they'll do this it's it's his it's his mind not allowing him to function properly but he's he's also allowing it to man- manipulate other people the fact is that there were a lot of other times that he could have done that in the past but but yeah because because of jimmy because mm-hmm. they didn't need that money that much. No, not yeah. enough no. for him to do that. Otherwise and and Kim it. brought them in. Like they wouldn't have had them without Kim at all. You know. Mm, yeah. yeah. They it wasn't even on their radar until Kim got them. Yeah. But uh, so two two things I have about the Chuck and Howard scene. Um, uh, that Chuck when uh, he knocked on the door, he goes, "The door's open as always." Yeah. You are such a fucking dick. Chuck, God. just that, and then once again, once again, city bullshit. You're what? like quoting my notes. <laughs> you, and I, you and I think alike so many. As things. always, yeah, just this old fart, Richie. Everybody waits on me. Just fuck. Oh, mm-hmm. And um, but then uh, also the scene uh, uh, in the mirror where like so Chuck oh, was my there. God, that... Sadie, are you reading over my shoulder? Or I what? am. I am. I don't have to take notes because I just read yours over your shoulder. But yeah, that was a beautiful shot and masterfully done. This yeah. lady is a good director. She did Bingo also, which was also an amazing it's good episode. episode. That was, fucking dope yeah, episode. That was like that was like um, and that's what it, uh, um, goes back to like. Um, Howard switching to the the purple tie and and Chuck wearing the blue. Mm. It was like Chuck, Chuck standing in his closet and and Howard's reflected in the mirror and he's like, yeah, I have to be normal. You know what I mean? <laughs> yep. For back for lack of a better term. Yeah. Yes, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yep. And here's what I was gonna say is like, I okay, I know what the term Svengali means, mm-hmm. but I went and looked it up just to out of curiosity this afternoon and. Mm-hmm. There's a quote on the Wikipedia site about Svengali. It's a quote from the novel Trilby where the where Svengali character was first introduced. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to read this quote from the novel because okay. I think it really encapsulates how Chuck thinks of Jimmy. Okay. okay you can tell me if you agree after I read it. But here's, here's the quote. I disagree that was a quote. Okay. <laughs> Svengali would either fawn or bully and could be grossly impertinent. 
he had a kind of cynical humor which was more offensive than amusing and always laughed at the wrong thing at the wrong time in the wrong place. And his laughter was always derisive and full of malice. Mm. So I don't say that's what Jimmy is. I think this, except for maybe the last sentence of that, I think this is how Chuck sees him, Jimmy. Like, especially the thing about, you know, when he was telling all those lawyer jokes. I mean, that, I mean it kind of spoke to me when I read this thing about laughing at the wrong time, at the wrong thing, at the wrong place, sort of, you know? Yeah, totally. Know. It, yeah. It's sort of like that's, in that one word, if you read this quote, it's like, yeah, that's how Chuck sees Jimmy. It's just this sort of schemer, manipulative guy. Anyway. Yeah. Indeed. <laughs> oh, so. I disagree. No, <laughs> <laughs> no absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. And that's um, what I have to say about that. <laughs> and I just want to say we're going to talk about all the mic stuff at the end because there wasn't much. So I'm just kind of skipping past the mic stuff for now. Um, uh, so then, then we make the commercial. In in the most oh, Jimmy way possible. <laughs> oh, so good, so fudge. That fudge. Guy was hilarious. I want he the nickname Fudge, man. Okay, I'll start calling you Fudge. <laughs> that's what. Uh, that's. Uh, I, I'm a, a fan of uh, Himium. How I Met Your Mother, and uh, that, that's what uh, Jason Siegel's uh, character. His nickname is Big Fudge. Is it? <laughs> yeah, like there, there are like small groups of people that call him Big Fudge. The main group doesn't recognize that, but he's Big Fudge. Funny. Yeah, no, it's hilarious. <laughs> so but yeah, that that was, so that was a great good. scene. I'm so glad that those like filmmaker guys keep coming back. the Skinny Pete and Badger. Uh, unless somebody's, I, I hate to steal it if somebody's already said that. I feel like somebody probably has, but they've. Oh, I've never like, heard that. That's someone cool. might have. They're quickly becoming. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I feel like if so, if someone's, if it was going to be said, it's probably already been said. But uh, they're quickly becoming skinny measure. It's like what's what? I'm jealous of you guys. You must have heard some great stories, huh? Like what? Oh, bombings, well, you uh, know, about war, about bombings, and like the war. It's a great story. Well, well told too. <laughs> The look on Jimmy's face when they said about bombings and the war, he looks just totally dumbfounded. His jaw is like hanging open. He's like, like you guys really I can't. This bad? He's like, I can't believe how dumb you guys are. He goes, I have like zero, zero improv skills, like at all. Yeah. And, I, uh, and I want to bring up something too. Uh, back in the day when I was trying to make movies, a, a uh, wheelchair makes for oh, yeah. a oh, yeah. darn good dolly. That's I, We learned that from... You're reading over my shoulder now, Chris, <laughs> as well. I learned That's... it from um, uh, the great Sam Raimi. Um, he's, he, Sam Raimi, in some of his earlier stuffs and, and Bruce Campbell stuff, talking about making like Evil Dead and stuff, <laughs> um, t- they talked about ways of making dollies and this, that, and the other, and 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 there's other filmmakers that have done it too. Like people, there are people that have tried to like build dollies out of like skateboard wheels and bullshit. It's it's it never works out as good as the pro shit because mm-hmm. you're just trying to save a buck. But a, a really great trick is there's a lot of organizations and areas where if you tell them your grandma needs a wheelchair. They'll just give you a wheelchair indefinitely, and that's how we had a dolly. Back. Nice. <laughs> My grandma's never needed a wheelchair, uh, but you know, make sure you turn it back in. But the thing is, I'm watching that scene because I'm like, I'm like, oh, this is fucking. This is, we've done. I've done that before. Mm-hmm. It's awesome. And uh, but it's like so. 
they were rolling it over the shittiest parts of the asphalt. They were just like, bump, bump. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, you could have walked it smoother than that. Well, like, and the last time they used the actual the chair that comes down the stairs. Never had yeah. it as smooth as the chairlift. Never had it one as smooth as that. So that was so funny. And that was the funny thing about that thing I left in last year when I left the break-in because that was the episode with the really slow coming down the stairs. And so there was lots of pauses. Oh, yeah. So Shane thought it was like this brilliant thing that I'd done. Like, no, it was awesome that you left that in because you left this big pause like the episode. Oh, like, yeah, I totally did that on purpose because I'm a genius. Yep, there you go. Indeed. So, can we talk about? Well, okay, skip past just kind of briefly the sad talk outside, and Kim is sad, but let's still do this. What is? What's he doing with changing the address on all those papers? What's happening oh, there? Uh, Chuck has already said this. What? Uh, what Chuck was talking about would tie you up in uh, court for like ever. Oh, um, a tiny just, little details. Is literally that. He's literally doing the thing, which him not knowing that Chuck had said exactly that, Mm -hmm. he did exactly what Chuck warned them about. And he did so, like, it's such a minute little thing. I have the quote. It says, penalties for the most honest of errors can be devastating. Mm. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Exactly. And that's what he did. And he did it so He switched two numbers in the address. That's it. So who who is this going to fuck with? Well, HHM drafted all these documents they that did? are going to be filed. Yeah, that oh, are going okay. to be fought. They drafted them for Mesa Verde, they're so they're on um, another location. If I'm if I'm gleaming, uh, gleaning, gleaning. Yeah, they're expanding. Yeah, yeah, and that's I, I, what this is. in another state. They're opening a new branch out of state, so there's a whole bunch of filings they have to make to to open a branch out outside the state that they were founded in. Mm-hmm. And there's and I think they're building it too because they're like the stuff that Jimmy was modifying was like the building plans. He was modifying legal documents, like so. Um, and all he did was change the the street number mm-hmm. of the address, yeah. but he did it on everything. Which is interesting that they're doing this right now because I'm assuming this was shot well before the story came out. Um, I was going to try and bring it up on my phone, but I don't think I have time. Um, did you guys read the story about the? Uh, the house in Texas that got bulldozed in, uh, incorrectly. No, it no. Was, they the people that came to bulldoze a house went to the wrong. Fucking oh my dress god! And like, and they're all their they, shit and everything. And then that yes, and then they oh. blamed Google Maps. Oh, no. <laughs> hang on, I'll, I'll, I'll pull up the story. I don't want to. I don't want to detract from anything. But uh, it's it's interesting that because like going from what was it sixty. One to sixteen. Yeah. It's not even the same side of the fucking street. I mean, that is a big, big difference. But yeah. if you're reading it on paper, fuck. If you're just glancing through it, you're not going to catch that bullshit. Especially if he caught all of them. I don't think he did it on all of them. I think that's what's going to fuck them up. You think there's going to be like one or two where they all of a sudden say there's a difference? Well, no. I just think that like just changing some of them. I think he he strategic. He used strategery. Use strategery, and he went through every thing where that would be. Oh, yeah, that's, that's my opinion. Could be wrong. Maybe he. Only no, I agree. Did. I think that's what he did, Trent. Hmm. Yeah, but uh, I think that's enough to because all of a sudden they're gonna be like, "Wait, this you don't have the the rights to this um, this property. This is a different property. Mm-hmm. Why are you tra-? like that? Could be a that small of a thing is a huge deal on that many documents. Yeah, because well, the documents are going everywhere. Like he had. He did it on the blueprint for like the new branch, or like the like a um, like a satellite photo uh, uh, of the location. Mm-hmm. He did it in in letters that are going to the F, 
uh, what is it? The at the FEC, FIDC, or or F, yeah. But they, and letters to the stockholders of Mesa Verde, like they. Uh, but I'm, I, I, wondering about your question, Sadie. That how is it going to come back to bite them exactly? Mm-hmm. Like, is it just going to be that they made this maybe a typo in every damn document? Is that? Is that all it's going to be, or is it going to have a bigger impact? I don't know. Like, I mean, I guess it depends like, on how fast it goes out, you know, like if anyone's going like, to look at these again. But, yeah, but also, like, Trent, like Trent bringing up this news story, it's actually pretty interesting because it could actually have physical uh, implications because it's on the blueprint. It could. Uh, and I'm also wondering, could this come back and bite Kim or is this it could this put a wedge because he's doing this to to, to take revenge for yeah for Kim and oh good point oh you know? good point what if they lose it and then it gets back to her and she's like how is that a possible thing and Jimmy's either gonna have to tell her or omit something or flat out lie yeah yeah it's true and do you think do you think um Chuck I don't know I I kind of think he was unconscious the whole night but part of me thought i wonder if chuck actually knew that jimmy did something and that's why he said um you know if the situation reversed i'd look after you no, he, laid a, he did. laid a little guilt because the only thing i the only, i'm pretty sure he was out cold all night but the, the only thing i thought was he told uh, jimmy told ernesto to put a second space blanket on him and when he got up, there was only one space blanket. So I thought, oh, maybe he got up in the night while Jimmy was gone. And and but uh, it's no, a lame. I don't theory. think so. It's a lame theory. God I damn just, it! I can't get this story to pull up. And bullshit news on my bullshit phone. I just know that it's uh, Rowlett, Texas, uh, and that's all because I can only get the headline. But I do know it was because they they looked at fucking Google Maps and just flat out went to a house and demoed it. That's oh, crazy. Man. There's pictures online. If you just Google like "wrong house demolished," there's pictures <laughs> all over the place. And it's it's a big like they're they're trying to like sue Google the demo, demo people. Not once have they said, "Hey, sorry." Oh man. Yeah, it's fucked up. But that's that's kind of that's a side. That's not really what we're talking about now. Sorry about that. But uh, no, no, that's, yeah, I, 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 no, because you made me think. Like, I, I thought, I thought that HHM's just getting going to get in trouble for making this this clerical error but on everything and it shows that they weren't paying microscopic attention to detail like Chuck said they would but all but now because you brought up that news story it might have bigger impact that yeah something physically happens well maybe but he's i mean Chuck said it's going to tie him up in court for years yeah that's what he said he said something like that could tie you up in court for years and, and yeah. or and then problems with the the what was it, the not the SEC. Yeah, SEC. SEC was one of them. The Southeastern Conference, the football. Team. No, no, no. The Securities and <laughs> Exchange State. Commission. Oh, okay, okay. <laughs> um, but no, no. He, uh, that's uh, he. You know, th- th- I think it's going to get him in trouble, and I don't know that it's enough to for them to pull from HHM and then go with Kim. But I, and I don't know that that's necessarily Chuck's big goal. I think his goal was just say, you know what, fuck you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know. Do you think Chuck's going to figure out? Well, Chuck will think it was Jimmy's fault. 
he'll he'll put two and two together that that he asked for Ernesto to stay all night and Jimmy sent him home mm-hmm. and all of us and and he knows that he couldn't have made that mistake. It's just impossible for him to make that kind of mistake. My only theory in his in his mind, he he'll be beating himself up. It's like I don't make that kind of mistake. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I was so he, worried that he was going to leave one of those post-its behind or mm-hmm. fall out of his pocket. Mm-hmm, yeah. Uh-huh. That was my thought, but we, we didn't. I feel like if that was going to happen, we would have got one of those shots that ended the episode. Yeah. Pull back, and there's like a crumpled post-it note on the floor next to a chair. Mm-hmm. You know, like I thought about uh, that, but, but I, I don't know. I think I think they're going to let this play out and be. A, I don't think it's going to be they catch it and fix the problem. I think it's going to go to a problem for HHM. If it doesn't, mm-hmm. I'm going to feel really copped out because I want to know what they got in store for that. Yeah, totally. And I, I think you guys are absolutely right that he did it on every document with that address because otherwise someone might notice along the way. But if they're all that, then no one's going to notice. You know who would notice? Who? Fucking Aaron. <laughs> Fuck you, Aaron. Nobody likes you, Aaron. I was watching something the other day, and I was yelling yelling at the thing that nobody likes you, someone. It's so much fun. <laughs> Just to pick, like, an arbitrary character that's, like, a do-gooder. Yeah. It's like, nobody likes you. Yeah. It's so much fun. It's so fun. Well, Indeed. I also, I also think, like, if Chuck, Chuck is going to think Jimmy sabotaged him, but no one's going to – I don't think anyone b- would believe Chuck. Like, he's going to think Jimmy sabotaged this, but – no one's going to believe him that, oh, Jimmy stole the documents and changed and them. perfect documents yeah, on like, every single one of these. Yeah, like I, I think he'll, he'll – it'll, it'll eat at him, but he can't really tell Howard or anyone. Or even if he does, they're not going to buy it. Like it's just – because it sounds so absurd. I mean – My only problem with the whole thing was did he get glue on the copier when he like flipped the thing over? Like did it – would it not smear a little – like I was like, cause he, I was, I was thinking how dope it was of a, uh, of how he did that, cause he like trimmed them, mm-hmm. flipped, them, and then you just stuck the glue stick to them, and then he got it off the glue stick. I, like I, 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 like I love movies where people make like fake passports. It was pretty masterful. Yeah, it was mm-hmm. dope. It was so much fun. But then as soon as he laid it on the copy, I was like, oh, did you just get glue stick? <laughs> <laughs> calm, uh, calm down, Trent. Nobody likes you, Trent. Oh, it's true. <laughs> All right, so not much to talk about with the Mike thing. Um, what what's he up to? Up to I think I finally decided why he's doing all this. Please tell me, because I don't know. I think it's because he he's taking a full measure. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. He uh, he, even though he took. He made a deal with Hector, and Hector gave him fifty thousand, and he's he's entered his story with the DA about it was his gun or not, or it was it not Tuco's gun. Um, he's bitter about that, but he's also the fact that Hector said, "I will send my two nephews around to visit your granddaughter." Yeah, I think the threat of that is enough to make him take a full measure to prevent that. That's true, Trent. He, Trent, did you just think not Peggy's boat? When he said, not Tuco's gun. Not Peggy's boat. <laughs> from Lost. Not Peggy's boat. From, I, uh, last night, fucking somebody <laughs> brought up something from Lost, and I'm like, I haven't, I haven't used that brand of heroin in so long. It was when it was when that um, that British guy, he was in the water and he was drowning, and he like wrote it on his Penny, hand. Penny, Penny, boat. Penny, not Penny's boat. Yeah, that thing. Anyway, uh, you said not uh, Tuco's uh, gun. Oh, the, and st- uh, <laughs> The Penny storyline. Oh. oh. What was so, that guy's name? Yeah. Desmond. Desmond. Oh, brother. Brother. Oh, mm. no. God. 
God, that was the that was my favorite part. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, sorry, sorry. <laughs> uh, At least it wasn't Simpsons. Yeah, so I think the ultimate goal is to get them all busted and get them out of the picture. Yeah, that's a thought. I, I kind of think the same thing too. I don't think it's just a general Haha, fucked up your tires. There's a bigger there's a bigger game afoot, um, or a hose afoot. <laughs> all right, so but that was, was pretty really much nervous it. For, uh, I was really nervous for the granddaughter using the the drill. I'm like, no yeah. there, and he knows what he's doing. You got to teach a kid sometime, and think and very cool for teaching a little girl to use a basic power tool. Yeah. You know, that's that's what you need to do. Get the grandpa letting them, you know, because it doesn't have to be a little boy learning this stuff. Everyone needs to learn how to use basic. Fu- I'm, I'm turning into Nick Offerman from Parks and Rec. <laughs> my father let me use a power drill from the time I was two years old. Of course he did. <laughs> I once ripped my own mustache off with it. I was. That's a pretty good impersonation. I, if, 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 <laughs> if, if I could, like, if someone made a story about me in like 10 years or 20 years, I'd want Nick Offerman to play. I'd have to lose a shit ton of weight. <laughs> but he, in Fargo, you know, he shaved his mustache. Oh, he looks so weird. He could be a, he could be a seller. So he's kind of got that upper lip and nose with the, because, you know, I, did, I shaved the mustache. He kind of, I was like, he could be part of the family. He could play like a seller's easily. <laughs> anyway, so. That's funny. <laughs> oh, so, hey, you guys, I'm feeling really woozy and kind of odd. Would you guys mind doing the emails without me? I, I need no to go problem. lay down. I've had, like, vertigo recently, and okay. I'm just kind of Ooh. just, yeah, the like light from the computer's wigging me out, and I'm just feeling weird, and I want okay. to go lay down. So, yeah, read emails, uh, do all that stuff, and um, I will, pu- I promise, edit tomorrow, both. Okay. 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 Have a good night, guys. Feel Thanks. I hope you feel better, Thank you. Bye. All right. So, uh, well, I mean, do you have anything else before we hit up the emails? I had, I think we covered everything except one. Well, actually, I have two points. One's a nerd note. Okay. Just when Fudge was, they were, he was, <laughs> he was correcting Jimmy on that the the B twenty nine was used in the Pacific. Mm-hmm. Well, on his leather jacket, he's wearing a patch, mm-hmm. and the patch he's wearing is for a bombardment group. Uh, the 34th Bombardment Group, which wasn't didn't serve in the Pacific, it served in Europe. See, I was gonna ask, like, did they get that correct? Would the military people know? And I was like, maybe it's a throwaway thing. No, the only reason I I know is because I saw that patch, and it looks like a a Native American eagle mm-hmm. or bird, and I was like, that's kind of cool. I wonder what that is. And then I googled Air Force patches. And I found it, and then I saw the unit it was, so I Googled the unit, and it was like, yeah, served in in uh, defense of the United States and in Europe. And they, oh. flew, and they flew B-17s and B-24s, not B-29s. Oh. So if, if that Air Force captain was alert, uh, he, he would have picked up on that. But, eh, well, uh, a little bit of fudging. Yeah, but anyway. For that's fudge. Just a, <laughs> that's just a Nick's nerd note. Nice, also, I like that. The only the other thing was also just the sort of the symbolism, which again was a little bit um, obvious, was the dentist office with the mirrored offices. Oh, I love that fucking receptionist! Like, <laughs> I love that area so much. But it's like the mirrored offices is like symbolizing symbolizing that Jimmy and 
Kim's approach to the law is different. Like they're oh okay, yeah. That's what I that's what I took out of it is like they're mirror image off. They're exa- the exact same size and layout, but mirror images. See, I took that uh, took off that it was a really tacky building. And, well, uh, that reflective ceiling with like those oh. metal strips, like that, reminds me of an office building here in Ottawa that I worked in, and I hated going into the lobby where they had that. It was uh, like, I want that in my room. It's really? so baller. Oh my god, it's pimp, <laughs> man. Uh, and then the fugly, like uh, <laughs> the awful wallpaper and terrible cabinets and shit like that. <laughs> I, I, I kind of this is like it's so dumb, and like they would be wasting our time if they did that. But I personally wouldn't mind a. Uh, uh, Kim and uh, uh, and Jimmy uh, paint their office montage. You know what I mean? Oh yeah. Like they're well, like, this has got to go. We got this has got to. Oh, go. I yeah, and yeah, and then one of them has to put paint on the other shirt. Oh know? yeah, it's fun. <laughs> but uh, I'm I'm pretty. The, and then like the glass block could go either way. It could be really cheesy, but I actually like the the open like the front to the place. Like I think that's a cool little do- front door. Yeah. It's kind of, it, like I can see how it's it is. Oh, I liked it all except for the ceiling. Uh, uh, I like the. I don't mind the glass brick. Like, I think you're right. Like, if you use glass bricks like that, it has to be in the right place. Yeah, and I, uh, it's real tough to get that to not be tacky. <laughs> I mean, I think it, I think you could work with it. Um, but really, the only thing I don't like is the the shitty wallpaper in the the two like mirrored offices. But I love that you could tell Kim was because at first you're like, ah, oh, Kim hates this place. And then, oh, she's putting on a front. And then she goes, <laughs> okay, so we're keeping the dentist chairs? Yeah, yeah. that was awesome. Because <laughs> as a fan of weird chairs, I own a salon chair that I, I, uh, I was, it was given to me as a present. And I, I've always wanted a dentist chair, too. Um, it's be kind of cool. I don't know. Um, yeah. But, uh, not or a, bar- a, bar- a barber chair. Well, that's what – see, I don't have like a barber barber. This one's a salon chair. Like it's a, it's a barber chair. Like it, it raises yeah. up. It's got the big – base at the bottom you got the the foot pump or you could raise it, it spins around I, I, you want one of those big heavy old-fashioned ones from like the 50s you know i, like, I do but like i had to move this one it's like with the ashtrays in the armrest <laughs> <laughs> i actually what's funny is that next to me i have an ashtray that's on a stand it's my grandfather's i use it as a coaster because i sit drinks in it um oh, cool. it's because it's perfect it's a coaster you can move around but uh like a stand, but uh, the I had a friend that was the lady that used to cut my hair. She had to sell off her salon and then move into someone else's salon. Just times were kind of tight, and so she was selling like everything for dirt cheap. And I said I wanted to get up there and pick up some stuff to support her, and she had some cool stuff. I ended up picking up a table, but I didn't uh, get there. I got there and there was one chair left, and she was kind of holding it for me, and she had to sell it for like a price that is dirt cheap for a for a salon chair that's in perfect shape and i was mm-hmm. like fuck i want it but the, the amount of money i just moved into a new house and i was like honestly i said i want that i said but if there's somebody else that wants to snatch this up go ahead and sell it to them i, I can't justify i i need stuff for my house the like 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 cleaning stuff and uh groceries you know like i need like <laughs> uh, like I, I need that more than i need this super awesome chair and my mom called her and knew because she knew I borrowed my mom's uh, like SUV to get the this table I bought. And she called her and said, "Did he get that chair?" And she was like, "No." And she was like, "I will. So you save it for me. I will buy it for you." And she uh, dropped, nice. dropped off my mom's SUV. She went back up there and bought it. And then on my birthday it was like a couple of days later. She showed up at my birthday party with this in the back of the truck. 
Nice. So, so yeah, no, it's, it's amazing. It's actually sitting in our like the middle floor, like kind of common area. The uh, a lot of people end up sitting on it playing guitar and stuff just because where it is. But having moved that to all the different places I've lived, plus up here, I don't want one of the big heavy ones. That one's a, <laughs> that one a is a bear to wrestle by yourself. Yeah. But, uh, there's a reason why I haven't moved for 20 years. <laughs> <laughs> Moving sucks, man. Moving I blues. It. I mean, it's fun helping your buddy move, but even like, that is tiring. But you know, uh, when I was in university, I moved like every year, and it was just like ah, uh, enough. Sucks. Sucks. Um, <laughs> all right. So uh, unless there's something else, you want to hit up the the emails? Yeah. Um, there's, uh, there's really only just one, brick but tail it's two. Yes, I'll, I'll knock out the first one, and if you want to, I don't. The second one's really long. <laughs> oh, oh yeah. Nice. Um, well, <laughs> or, or we could split the first one into because I know he emails us Breaking Bad and Better Call Saul. So. Um, I don't know where to split it. I'm just gonna go for it. All right, just go ahead then. Scroll back up to the top. Brick tell says hello, gentlemen and lady. Hello and hello. First up, Back to the Future of Breaking Bad. I'm up to three oh six sunset. I think this was my favorite uh, Breaking Bad episode yet. This was the one I was about to ask which one is it. This was the yeah. one Hank almost caught Walt and Jesse, and they ended up crushing the meth of bagel. Oh, <gasps> where he says that this is my private domicile, bitch. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the whole standoff scene was great with Hank and the uh, junkyard owner outside, and Jesse and Walt inside. I'm anxious to see what happens next. Oh God, Hank! I, I'm so jealous. Hank yeah. is going to figure out there's something going on because there's no way that Jesse would know. On his own to call in a fake Marie car accident. Oh, do you remember the thing that happens next? Don't say it. I know. Yeah. Oh yeah. My God. That starts off a whole heap of shit. Yeah. Jesus Christ. Um, Hank. Hank knows that Walt has a past connection to Jesse, so he's got to put two and two together somehow. I'll see soon. Oh, this yeah. episode also had a great horror movie open uh, with the cousins killing a reserve. Oh, that was creepy. A yeah. Res- Sheriff and at the end, Gus told them they could uh, they could kill Hank. Oh. Um, this episode also. Oh yeah! Oh man! <laughs> I'm just like yeah. so good. He's in such a good place, man. God damn. And the rest of the yeah, you're the the rest of this season three is. Exciting. And hopefully by the time this podcast comes up, he can hear what I said about the the season the, the last season that he watched about the the titles. Yeah, um, yeah. So he says, uh, <coughs> excuse me. He says Gail. Oh, he said uh, this introduced <laughs> Gail. This episode also introduced Gail and gave us the first meth cooking montage in the Super Lab. Hey, uh, as I said, my favorite so far, and I'm kind of sad that I'm already halfway through the series. Oh, you. Yeah, but we're all jealous that you're watching it for the first time. So. A long way to go, bro. It ain't gonna go. It ain't gonna fly by. That's for sure. Uh, okay, forward to the past. A better call. Assault. I wasn't that thrilled with this episode. Oh, I felt. What? I don't know. I felt like all build up with no payoff. Interesting. In the uh, mm. Jimmy Kim story, I was uh, really reminded of Mad Men. I'm not sure if you guys watched that, but I did. I did, uh, yeah. But there was a point where the main characters all left their ad firm to start their own business, yeah. And so there was a lot of stuff about them rushing to make sure they retain their clients. Oh, it is. It's a good point. It's good. Mm-hmm. Um, here I was conflicted. I'm generally on Team Fuck Chuck. I do think that he was motivated in part uh, by spite, but he was really just following good business practices, and that's kind of true. Um, any business would work to keep their, their big client. And it's not really like Chuck and Howard, uh, did anything underhanded. I want to pause for a second. I agree wholeheartedly, but the links that Chuck went, he wouldn't have done if it wasn't for Jimmy. Yeah. We we Uh, are completely simpatico on that point. I'm going to read this email while I drink water. Um, okay. (laughs) Uh, uh, 
I will be your ventriloquist dummy. <laughs> uh, their cute little act with Mesa Verde was man- manipulative, but openly so. And all they were really saying is that they were a big firm with lots of knowledge and experience, as opposed to a single lawyer who's legitimately less experienced. If I were the client, I would probably have gone with HHM myself. Yeah, other hand, Jimmy's really in the wrong in altering Chuck's documents to make him look bad. Yeah, that's a big deal. Like, like I said, I don't know. I don't know if Jimmy will get caught, but people are going to suspect him, and it's a pretty major thing, bad thing he did there if it's, he does get nailed. It's true, but um, think about like when you go to a restaurant, people that tip shitty. No, I'm thinking about the meal first. Hang on. <laughs> okay. <laughs> think, think about people that don't tip very well. Uh-huh. Think about people that are rude to fast food employees, or they're shitty to nurses, or they, they just think about people that are like that. Yeah. Um, I have one one of my hundreds of rules that I follow is you be nice to the people that take care of you, that yeah. watch you while you sleep. That's that's a holdover from you know my heavy dirtness days. Well, it's just common human decency i mean well yeah and so you know what the guy that fucking i know that you helped jimmy out of a sticky situation but he doesn't owe you his life and he gave you his life for a long long time he gave he gave you everything and every time he tried to poke his head up and and try and get something on his own you fucking smashed it back down but yet he kept taking care of you so you know what maybe just fucking maybe you had that shit coming I'm not saying that there isn't some karmic justice about it. I'm just saying that if Jimmy gets caught, he's in deep shit. Mm. For sure. Yeah. Um, it's definitely an interesting debate. It's definitely an interesting debate. Yeah. Um, I know that Jimmy is ultimately going to become Saul, but I'm always wanting him to do the right thing. Like in the flashback yeah. where he stole money from his dad's store. Um, yeah. Bending the, rules, <laughs> bending the rules like the squat cobbler seems okay, but this seems over the line. Um, and the previous and the previews for next week make it look like this will bite him in the ass. Interesting. I might. Ah, I don't want to know about. Previews. I might actually look up the uh, next <laughs> week thing for this uh, for the first one. That's I'm intrigued. Don't uh, tell me. I do not want to know. Sure, sure. Uh, we know Kim wants to save herself and play it straight, so this might be the end of their semi partnership. I hope not, but I'm worried about that. Okay, let me jump in for one sec. Sure. Just because I fought a big battle about this online a couple weeks ago, and Bricktails, um, this is not personally directed at you but the I, I think i've said it before too but the reason i don't watch previews or sneak peeks or anything like that is i am i am just i am a bad addict i love breaking bad i love better call Saul so much uh like if i saw a preview for the walking dead i don't care about the walking dead one one thousandth as yeah. much as i care about these shows and i will only ever get to see these shows for the first time one time yeah. So I want to see them not knowing anything about them. That's that's my point of view. Now I know lots of other people like to watch the the scenes coming and and speculate about them, and that's fine. I just don't want to be a part of it. So you that's why. So I, what you haven't seen the one for next week when Howard decks Jimmy? I'm kidding. I haven't seen it. No, I, I'm I kidding. I haven't seen it. I haven't seen it. I don't know. No, I I saw <laughs> I saw the one where Chuck uses his space blanket as a reflector and he ignites Jimmy's car on fire. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so he says, uh, oh, when Chuck collapsed, it made me think of something I previously thought when Chuck was going into the office uh, early in the morning because people started using electricity. If he's this big senior partner, who can make and break multi-million deals? It seems like HHM could uh, could come up with a better solution. They could build him a separate office, maybe on the other side of the parking lot with no wires or 
or, or electric lights at all. Kind of like some uh, people will have a small bungalow as a guest house separate from their main house. Oh, yeah, maybe. Um, <laughs> That's uh, an interesting idea. <laughs> I, mean, I think, too, I mean, they kind of were already doing that by sending, what's his name, Engelbert? Egg, 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 fit, what's his name? Ernesto? Ernest, er, uh, Jimmy calls him Ernie. Chuck calls him Ernesto. Okay, yeah, yeah. Making him go back and forth is, I mean, it's not as close as the, across the parking lot, but it's kind of, kind of what they were doing and they are doing a lot of. Um, but actually, I mean, you can rent, like, they have at building sites, those trailers that are yeah. offices. They could just rent one of those and park it right in the parking lot for them. It looks so terrible in front of that building. That would be so tacky. Well, you Ugh. put trees around it. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, get uh, get Vanilla Ice's crew to come out and uh, flip that house. Um, <laughs> talk about terrible shows I got hooked on. Um, they could make it really nice with plush carpet and Coco Bolo desk, and huge windows, <laughs> maybe a small conference room as well. And then Ernesto's job would be to run back and forth across the parking lot uh, <laughs> to the main building to send uh, emails, print things out for Chuck, make phone calls on his behalf, etc. Yeah, bring him uh, Fuji apples. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Fuji. <laughs> Fuji apples are not as good as like like people get the Fuji ones because they look good. I bought them for the first time because I heard about them on Better Call Saul and I didn't like them. Yeah, here's the thing: Fuji apples don't taste that much different than Red Delicious. Red Delicious kind of suck. You need to go for you need to try a either a Pink Lady or a John Gold. Okay, I don't. They are they are uh, crisper. They don't taste. They don't have the waxy feeling on the outside. They have the firmness of your your standard. Um, like tart apples, like your greens, uh, mm-hmm. but they still have a sweetness to them. Yeah. Well, I since I've had this injury and I've been ordering my groceries online and having them delivered, neither of those two types are on the list. And there's a lot of apple types on on the site that I order. Johnny from. Gold or Pink Ladies on the list? Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna make a mental note of those though, and yeah, I will try good. them. Uh, I, oh, well, when I'm finally better and can go further afield to buy groceries, I will look for those. Yeah, it seems like I tried another one. This uh, Jonna Green, Jonna something. I tried another one, um, but that one was like really tart. Uh, but no, Jonna Gold and Pink Ladies are like right there. Oh, oh fuck! And they've got these goddamn. I'm sorry, they got these grapes. <laughs> I'm so excited about this. They have these grapes that taste like uh, what do they taste? Like? They taste like a uh, uh, cotton candy. No way! This guy has been working for like ever to science the shit out of making grapes and just through crossbreeding nothing's been injected they are organically grown grapes that taste like fucking cotton candy wow amazing bro they're so good i gotta find those oh yeah if you can't it's like ridiculously expensive where you are right now not really i'll tell you this though like they're like eight eight dollars and change for a bunch of grapes here i don't think it's that much here um Ridiculous. Well, I will tell you this. They don't get as good at bananas here as they do down south, man. I didn't think that would change that much, but I think all the good bananas are staying down south. Okay, I'm going to be really boring here, but there is – I read an article not long ago about the bananas we have today are not – Based off of a banana in the 50s that doesn't exist anymore. Yeah, and the – the bananas don't taste like they did a hundred years ago. They don't, and the banana flavoring, like the fake banana flavored stuff, that's based off of a banana that doesn't exist anymore. Uh. Yeah, there's a lot of things like that you'd be surprised about. Well, here I was going to share banana trivia with you, but you're right up on your banana trivia. So. <laughs> hey, man, I like fruit, man. I like fruit a lot. Fruit helps anytime I've ever lost weight. Uh, fruit has been a big uh, helper in that. I know a lot of people try and cut fruits because their body doesn't process sugar. Me, I'm eating so many garbage things that my body doesn't process properly. 
properly that uh, by the time you get something good like fruits, um, it does really well with them. I, I, I like them a lot, and I, I'm very, very picky. I love I love. Well, nan- I have. Um, I have a dietitian. Sorry, go ahead. Yeah, no, no, no. It's, it's, uh, yeah, it's. I don't know. I, just, I like them. Um, no, I have a dietitian assigned uh, by Veterans Affairs, and she says she's against juice. Like she says, it, like juice is really bad. It's disgusting. Yeah, how they so make. like, so she's like, you know, cut your juice with fifty percent water, and it's better. Mm-hmm. But she says, like, eat just eat the fruit. Don't drink like don't you don't. Don't it's, drink the juice. Juice and, is made partially by like stuff that's technically bad, and then they add in like flavor packets to it. It's yeah, juice is not all. That's all different types of juice. Yeah, you, that's the other thing. People that take vitamins, your body isn't meant to process vitamins that way. Number one, fucking taking vitamin C has never been proven to to do anything for a cold. That's fact. You can look it up. Um, the guy that po- posited that. Also, like, it's also a crazy person. Um, and we've been taking the word for that for eons. And uh, but your body does process vitamins much better in their in food form. So if you're like if you need vitamin C, if you need different vitamins, eating the food that contains a lot of that, your body absorbs it way better, and it's far cheaper than taking vitamins. Yeah, yeah. and it's kind of the way that as uh, organisms on planet Earth, we were meant to consume things that way. Welcome back to the What You're Eating podcast. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and and, and uh, regardless of the pr- uh, preceding conversation, it's not going to stop me from ordering pizza. <laughs> that's true. It's true, true. Well, to get, well, that's the thing. Your body processes the pizza vitamin so much better when it's in pizza form. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, he says, uh, anyway, it seemed like the whole Jimmy Kim story was setting the stage for big things next week. And we got the same with Mike. We got that open sequence with uh, which suggests the Salamancans, Salamancas. Uh, we're bringing in an assassin or something, but then uh, we got uh, nothing from that. Oh, that's interesting. He thought the same way you did, that, yeah, that yeah. it was the guy himself that was going to do something nasty. Yeah, something hmm. but I don't know. Mike spent his time on surveillance and in an 18 fashion making <laughs> making a spike strip to stop a car. Hey, there you go. Or maybe it's kind of a weapon. Again, I'll build up to what I'm assuming will be a lot of action next week. Oh, and we're yeah. tank. I was sure he was going to be in this episode based on that tweet you guys posted. What? I we, we tw- who tweeted? I don't. Not me. Is it on the Baltic Effect Facebook? Mm, there was a, a picture going around of of uh, Dean Norris and Michael Stephen Michael Caseda that you know uh, uh, Hank and Gomi. Yeah, and uh, Nate told me about that. Maybe Nate posted it. It, it was a photo of them with Bob Odenkirk, mm-hmm. and there, and uh, Dean Norris was holding a Better Call Saul photograph, but it was like um, it was taken at a like a charity baseball tournament or something. Yeah, uh, I think in it, Albuquerque, it, it wasn't probably put it out or something. Yeah, yeah I, I think it was. I don't think it was a spoiler. Uh, I think I, I don't think Dean Norris would have put it out there if it would have spoiled that he was appearing in an upcoming episode like that. Yeah, no. Uh, but maybe he's trapped under a transparent atmosphere somewhere. It's true. <laughs> so don't, don't, don't. So presumably next week there's going to be some major action involving the cartel, especially the guy uh, from the opening scene of this week and the DEA will get involved. Maybe. Uh, we did get another cameo this week with the doghouse, so I guess that'll be that will have to do for the time being. Oh, good one point last thing. there. Oh, I was just going to say, um, we're when he said we're, we're being set up for big doings next week. Mm-hmm. The penultimate episode 
of every season always has both for Breaking Bad and so far for Better Call Saul. There's always something big. Oh yeah, always. Uh, uh, oh, one last thing, Fifi. That scene seemed <laughs> out of left field and not important enough to name the episode after. Is something more going to come of the commercial Jimmy was making? Is he going to try to steal the Sandpiper clients away from HHM and Davis and Mate? Well, he he's still getting money from that. Yeah, he gets that no matter what. They've already addressed that, so so no. Yeah. Uh, or was that he's a uh, complete red herring? I think he might just get back into elder law. I mean, mm, I think, yeah, he was doing that to appeal to elders, but yeah, because there'll still be people that need to make wills. I think it was just a, we haven't had like a good, just pure comic scene for a while. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, maybe we'll see the commercial. Maybe we won't, but actually I think we probably will. Uh, just cause the commercials are such a big part of Saul. So um, he says, "Well, guys, I have to go read some SEC and I so reports for entertainment. So I'll see you next week, Bricktails. Enjoy that. <laughs> All right. So check out. So go ahead and read uh, the second email, the addendum. Yeah. Better call Saul two point zero eight Fifi addendum. Hello, gentlemen and lady. Hi. Hello. Uh, hey, I've just watched the first half of Breaking Bad three point oh nine. One minute." The one that starts with a flashback of Uncle Tio's loving care as he raised the cousins. Oh, yeah. And then goes straight to Hank's beating of Jesse. Oh, Jesus. Anyway, when Skyler goes to visit Walt at his new apartment, guess what he has on the table? A bowl of – a big bowl of balls. Oh, my God. I wonder if he'll play Plinko with them. <laughs> nice. Good fucking Look, call. Later, Bricktails slash Bruce. Oh, that was great. Yes. I like that. <laughs> if you want to be like these people and send us some correspondence, uh, send to BalticEffect at gmail.com. Um, Nick, where do they send questions for Sadie? Uh, quiz questions go to BalticSadie at gmail.com. Just a heads up, Walking Dead has ended for Baltic Effects. That's the end of this season. We're moving into our summer seasons. A couple episodes left on this. We you know, we mentioned earlier at the head of the show we're going to have the live show next week. Go check out Tucker's Hole. Tucker'sHole.wordpress.com um, for the instructions. It'll also be on the Facebook links and all the good stuff like that. I'm just going to go ahead and put it out there. We will be covering Preacher. It's going to be Nate and myself uh, starting. Uh, the show starts May 22nd. It's a show I've been excited about for a, a long time. It's the show that I thought would never get made, and it's a show I've wanted for about 15 years. So I'm pretty pumped that AMC is doing it and all the people that are working on it. It's going to be amazing. Um, so check out Preacher. Check out our podcast. Um, and there is one other show that's coming up this summer that I'm not going to say what's going on. I was going to mention it to Sadie while she was here, so, so Nick, I'll be telling you. Um, you guys will be a part of it too. We've now got we now got five people hosting on, on Baltic Effect. You you four have been awesome. We've got you know you and Shane coming on as the newest, um, and, and you know Sadie and, and Nate haven't been there from the from the get, and for some on behind the cutting edge. And I want to do something featuring you guys. So stay tuned. I, that's, I'm not going to say anything else, but I do have some, yeah, some cool. plan that's going to be a lot of fun. I think you guys are going to really enjoy it. It's not something that's going to be – you're not going to have to commit to too much. It's going to be very easy for you. Oh, I'm looking forward to it. That would be great. But, uh, but anyway, um, until uh, next week, I don't remember all the shits that she always says, but uh, my name was Trent. That fellow's name was Nick. Rhubarb. Rhubarb. Idiots, that's the signal. Time to end the podcast. Rhubarb is really, it's a good code word. <laughs> I was going to go, if she would have said my name, I would have said public masturbation, complete bullshit. Oh, that was one I had written down as an alternate. <laughs> or, the, or the other one I had was, jeez. 
Mijita, por Dios te lo pido. No salgas con ese tipo. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.